Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Ho, 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 ho. Father Christmas here. Some of you may know me as Santa. And your host of this podcast, Lee Connolly, the skinny jean gardener, has paid me handsomely to welcome you to this show. You're going to be listening to the very best of the podcast live, where you can phone in Monday to Thursdays, 8 to 10. But you know that. That's not the only reason he's asked me to say hello. He's also said that you should get your hands on How to Get Kids Gardening by the Skinny Jean Gardener this Christmas for your kids, for your parents, for your grandparents, for anyone that loves to get out there gardening. I do hope that Mrs. Claus has got me a copy. I'm sure she has. You can get your hands on it at Amazon.co.uk right now. But for now, it's time for the podcast. Ho, ho, ho. Let's get through. Right, okay. All right, all right. Have men finally lost the plot? Well, if you watch the show, then you know that, yes, that's certainly is the way. Uh, written by Matthew Appleby. Now, we must remember that uh, Matthew Appleby is here to um, be controversial sometimes. So let's, let's see what he says. Uh, in Insta- Instagram generation, Barbara Good, rather. What? An Instagram. Oh, I've stumbled at the phone at the first bit. An Instagram generation, Barbara Good, rather than the hempecked EastEnders character, Arthur Fowler. Oh, okay. Is the allotment stereotype for lockdown 2020, a study from the Imperial College London has found. She so was saying we're in the middle of a pandemic. And the Imperial College London is for. I wonder how many people. I wonder. Steve, you ever wondered how many women are on allotments? He's got a mask on. Yeah, we'll do a study on it. Okay, yeah. All right, mate, I'm doing a study. These days, good types, as famous portrayed by Felicity Kendall in the 1970s BBC sitcom The Good Life, fit the image of. A grow your owner. Ian says, Barbara, good of the good life. Or I would only know if I watched the good life, um, Ian, and I've never seen it. So the the grow your owner rather better than the bloke avoiding uh, indoors by hiding in the shed down the plot. I'm guessing that's what happened in the good life. Dr. Tilly Collins and fellow researcher Alan Fletcher, busy year, have found 63.7% of London's much in demand allotments are rented by women. And the National Allotment Society estimates that half of all holders nationally are female, compared with 20% in 2003 and 2% in 1973. When the grow your own boom began. Okay. Dr. Collins believes that a major reason behind the female takeover is because many men have lost their place in society. There's a decline in pubs. <laughs> sure. An increase in divorce rates. 
and more men are socially disconnected. Okay. I don't know what you mean by that. It's like socially disconnected. Socially disconnected, are we? As if we are, as he talks to himself. <clears throat> in, a, in a shed. Uh, <laughs> allotments are space so many men used. The undertaking of what an allotment was for was largely about food provision and providing for your family. Oh, I'm providing for my family. But what it actually delivered was a space in which you felt productive and controlled degrees of interaction with people around you. Men are losing that. Partly because it's hard to get an allotment. Waiting lists are growing again. With nine in ten councils experiencing, and put in the comments if you've got a plot next to you that is empty. With nine in ten councils experiencing an increase in demand during the coronavirus, you have to be established in your community to even bother applying, and then you have to wait a long time. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to. Be you have to be serious you have to be established in your community to even bother applying oh okay I get it a single divorced man in rental accommodation may not be in the same place long enough to wait okay well meant what sort what sort of summer do these two have while men's mental health declines... Oh, here we go. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You all right? Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I started reading this story and it just gets more, more ridiculous every time. And I've not even got to Sean James Cameron's part yet. It's not an easy um, article to read by far. Um, I, yeah, especially when you're reading it out loud. Um, but I... I when the article came out, it was being all passed around, but not because of what the article was saying, but because of the stereotypes that are going on in that article, which is worrying. Well, I mean, I've not even got to the women's bit yet, but it doesn't really paint men in a great picture either. No, but that was something that I was going to tell you. I don't know if I've told you the story. I told it in my podcast. Um, when I met a gentleman on my allotment as I was leaving one night during the first lockdown. Mm. Um, and I kind of wished I hadn't spoken to him or anything because I ended up very annoyed with him. And the reason was, he was going on to me that how women should be on the allotment. Mm. And I, I, my first thought was, try and find out why he thought that and he sort of said well an allotment was a place for men to go and escape the, the stresses of everyday life and and leave the women at home escape their families and stuff and I I, I was uh, I'm going to swear here cause just to show how annoyed I was I was incredibly pissed off with this bloke for saying this because I did not think that was on the top right. um, so I challenged him and I said well don't you think it's for all nowadays and the fact that men do want to spend time with their families and bring it down to the allotment or bring their wives down because they can do something together as a, a family means that these allotment sites can keep going and not close down 
Um, he didn't like it when I pulled him up on that because I think he thought I was going to agree with him, but I couldn't agree with his philosophy there. That's very, um, very, uh, I don't <laughs> even know if I want to say old school. So it seems like a, a, a diss on, on older people. <laughs> it's not normal, is it? Yeah, well, I, I kind of asked him, what, you know, did he leave his wife at home and what have you? And he went, oh, no, I, I can't get on with women for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. And, I, and that's exactly what I said when I walked off. <laughs> you don't get on with her indoors, I reckon, mate. That's what you would have said. Well, clearly not. But I, I, I mean, I thought that sort of mentality was confined to the uh, history books with most people. So it was really uh, eye-opening to see this goes on. This whole uh, article is mental. (laughs) I don't understand (laughs) it. Like, I don't understand someone that would write this. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I feel that the article was jumping on... I'm gonna. I don't mean to sound sexist in this, but jumping on the woke bandwagon and sort of saying, you know, here we are. Women are trying to be more equal and doing what men can, men can do just as good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of which is true, but I felt that article was more for that market as opposed to being an actual article about an allotment site. This is something that surely no one's ever thought about an allotment, right? I I don't know. I mean. I didn't really need to goose in days of past. It was uh, very much like a gentleman's club where it was just male um, men down there. But my experience with allotments is it's always been a pretty fair mix of male, women, families. Um, just completely normal to me to have anybody and everybody down on the allotment side. Maybe way back when uh, it probably was more males to begin with. But I can't imagine. Possibly. I can't imagine anyone saying, "Oh, it's totally, it's totally changed now, isn't it?" Totally, I hate, I hate allotment now because of uh, indoors is coming outdoors. Yeah, I don't get it, this article. And I know, the further I get into it, the more ridiculous it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I feel the the message of the article um, is lost with the writing. I'm probably going to offend a writer now with saying that, but that's just how I felt with it. Maybe. Um, uh, Lisa says in the comments, Rich, um, it's completely not normal. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I just, I guess, I just thought men were a bit more forward thinking these days, and I'm I'm a bit gutted in myself for not recognising it. Well, I kind of guessed it still goes on, but I just thought the allotment site was going to be a bit more freer a bit more more accepting come on come on i mean mm. i think this article's ridiculous but your experience with one person <laughs> it's yeah not not uh, a positive one yeah i mean that wasn't a good experience i mean you know me probably better than most people and it takes a lot to really annoy me mm. and the fact that he was just said I walked away from him which I never do really did push my buttons mm. well I don't know mate it's a strange one Mark Mackey has told me to be careful with the next paragraph so I'm not really sure what the next paragraph holds 
Um, yeah. But yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an it is an interesting article. I just feel I just feel like it doesn't like I don't see the need in it. I don't really understand the need in in this article. I don't get it. I mean, it's done its yeah. job. I suppose it's done its job because it's got people talking about it. I've seen people talk about it on Twitter, and like I say, I saw um, Lisa mention it on Instagram, which got me to yeah. look it up and read it. And I do believe that Sean James Cameron did mention that he would he'd wrote in it. I can't imagine yeah. he's going in. He's going in hard on it. So uh, uh, we'll see what he says. Mm, I mean, I, I'm wondering how long this change that it's reporting has been going on because I've had an allotment how long now? Six. No, I've been on this one six years, and there was a couple. How long have I been married? That's probably a better way to tell. Um, what of her indoors, mate? Uh, indoors, yeah, yeah. 2014, so I got my first lot in 2012. And I've always noticed, you know, there was an equal mix of male, female in in the, the last decade, shall we say, then. Also, um, it's, when I came, sorry. also, it's saying that there's not enough allotment sites, but they've been saying this for absolutely years, and there's mm. always plots free. I don't know about your. Actually, yep. I don't know about your allotment. I bet you've got plots around your way. It's free, isn't it? I I can't say I've noticed any that are free, but I've heard there's been a huge demand in people wanting more allotments lately. Hmm. So perhaps that's drived it up. But then uh, I don't know if you heard my live show on Sunday, yesterday and last week. A friend of mine called Kevin. He's recently taken on an allotment. Yes. And his his plot that he's taken on, now this is actually his second plot because he co-worked another one, but his plot that he took on has been unused for about 18 months, two years. Well, it sort of just shows it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe it depends. I mean, I think London-wise, you might struggle to find a plot. That's, that's probably more a London-centric thing. Possibly. I think there's lots of cases where allotments weren't in demand during probably the 90s and the noughties. So they started closing a lot of allotment sites down because they were just going to waste um, and then building on them. Yeah, yeah. And now I think it came back to bite them because there's been a sudden resurgence. Certainly 2008 there was a resurgence. It died off a bit probably three, four years ago, it started to die off the interest in it, but now it's came back again this year. Yeah, yeah, that's true, mate. That's true. Um, it's The most ridiculous thing is it said, uh, I think the funniest part already that's been said is in this is, hang on, let me just find it so I don't misquote it. I won't do that. Hang on, where is it? Something about men not being able to get allotments as much because they're not they're not in one place as for that long. Oh, here you go. A single divorced man in rented accommodation may not be in the same place long enough to wait. Well, I don't know about you, but when I was single, I didn't exactly move very much. Well, Doctor Collins thinks you know if you're single, you're a man. You're moving. 
Nice. <laughs> 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 for me. <laughs> I don't know, mate. It's a strange one, this one. Um, yeah. See, I've, I've gone down a rabbit hole now. I can't stop this this article now, but uh, I've started talking about it, so it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. It's one it's open to debate. Well, that's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, thanks for calling him. You're welcome. And, uh, you take I'll, care. I'll speak to you soon. See you, dude. Cheers, dude. Take care. Bye. Uh, Mr. Richard Suggett there calling in uh, about today's article. 07423574520. If uh, you want to comment on this uh, article uh, tonight. Uh, good evening, Dan. Welcome to the show. Mr. Jackson says, The allotment near me is full of men over age of 65. If you want to go on the waiting list, you have to wait five years. They're living in the 1950s. Uh, yeah, I mean, five years is a long wait around your area. I'm surprised that there's such a long wait around that way. Um, good evening, Liam, as well. Hello, how are you doing? Mark says, uh, Matthew Appy, the author, is just going a bit Daily Mail. Needs to calm down. He also wrote uh, the Monty Tom Backlash article. Oh, where he gets two mentions tonight. Uh, nice one. Uh, I want to read the rest of this article tonight because uh, I just want to see all your comments. Let me know. 07423574520 or click the link if you want to talk about this tonight. I think it's, it's, it's such a strange article uh, to chuck out there. And uh, I just wanted to talk about it and see what you thought um, on the show. Uh, right. So let's get, uh, let's continue this. Um, oh, here we go. Ho, 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 Jolly Santa Claus here interrupting this brilliant podcast today. Just to say that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo.com. You can get your hands on the brilliant hover, or perhaps a robotic that Lee always talks about. I know that Mrs. Claus last year got me a brilliant hover just to cut over the grass when the, um, the snow melts away it does sometimes in the in an in the north pole yes it does anyway you can get your hands on a brilliant hover or any other flymo product they're absolutely brilliant that's a santa claus official mark right there from flymo.com and if you order uh, anything over 45 pounds you get free delivery that's right free delivery they don't come down your chimney but they will deliver it to your door for free so, head over there now, flymo.com, for more. Hello? Hi, Lee, it's Lisa. Oh, I'm really sorry, we're not actually taking any women calls tonight on the show. Are you being sexist? Uh, yeah, it's, this is Monday Sexist Day. Oh, okay, I'll hang <laughs> up. Bye. No, please don't. <laughs> I thought, whilst we go through the women's section, we would talk through it together. Oh. I feel so strongly about this. Yeah, well, this is the reason I talked about it, because I saw on your uh, your Insta today about it. Yeah. It's an interesting well, one. It is really interesting. And what really got my back up hmm. was the fact that he was going on, um, where did it say in the article? Somewhere about um, women suffer from empty nest syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I ain't read that bit yet. <laughs> um <sighs> That was really not good. I mean, firstly, I don't know how how the article even got published. Anyone that I've spoken to has said, you know, how did this guy actually get this 
article published. Mm. And it just feels like um, he has such 1920s views of women. I mean, okay, also what they said, he said about men in there is not right. And I completely agree with Richard's comment, um, you know, how pissed off he was when he was speaking to that male allotment holder, um, you know, with his views. Mm. But... Yeah, it's just, I think this article has just caused uproar and it really upset me from the point of um, I am not suffering from empty nest syndrome. I have a two-year-old, I hold two businesses down, I run a house and I still find time for a passion and a hobby because mentally it is good for your mind and your well-being. So how can he just paint? an image and tarnish all women with the same brush it's just really awful it's very um black and black and white like this is definitely how all women are and that's it yeah Yeah. and that's i don't know where he's got that perception from whether he's just gone around a couple of allotments or or seen i don't know something and thought oh well this must be all women or all allotment holders um you know all women that garden or have plots it's just where is he getting his where is he getting his research from? <laughs> I don't know. That's the worrying thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Dr. Collins, by the sounds of it. I don't know who Dr. Collins is. No, neither do I. I mean, I think Sean, if Sean's watching tonight, does he have a little bit of an insight? Because he knows quite a lot of people in the media. So like, does he know like where she's getting her stuff from or giving him the stuff? I'll text him and ask if he knows Dr. Collins. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, I just, from a women's perspective, um, yes. I just found it really, really upsetting. And that's why I did my post yes. that you came across. But yeah, I just had to get it off my chest and get it out there and, and have a really good rant about the situation. Well, I just think it's, I just think it's ridiculous because, I mean, I mean, it's probably easy for me to say because I'm a man, but um, it's not something I've ever really thought about before uh i just see a lot i've always seen allotments as places for everyone and yeah and garden for, for i've never really f- thought about it before but maybe because i'm a man like i don't know is it is it something that women think about is it like no uh, i mean when i've ever thought of allotments i've thought of them more as like family friendly um but i did get so I actually, only up until this year, this year I started gardening and growing, like, personally for a hobby. Yeah. And I actually went up onto a friend's allotment, um, not far from here, to go and visit hers for the first time. And she shares it with her husband. So the two of them have been doing it for 12 years together as a hobby. But she said um, that she's one of the younger ones, mm. and she's um, 59, and James is 57. And she said, there's majority, 95% old boys up there, and they do not like it when women come up onto the plot. They get really, really aggy. And when I went up, yeah. um, I got stopped in the car park and looked at, as if to say, um, I think you're lost and you need to turn around and go back onto the road. Oh. And I was like, I oh, know I'm just here to see my friend. I'm, I'm going to walk down to the plot. And he said, oh, oh, okay, okay. But, even then, thinking about that experience, that was a bit like, mm, okay, that's not really right. So, yeah, I don't know whether it's just um, 
I think Stuart had mentioned something about Stuart Jackson said um, the allotment near him. There's all the men are over the age of sixty five, and they think they're living in the nineteen fifties. But yeah, well, it sounds like this article was wrote in the nineteen fifties. So, um, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think it's very fair to men and women. And that, and that's me being like sitting on the fence. I can see the views from men's side, what you've said in there tonight, and obviously standing up for the women as well. Yeah, it starts to go into like perhaps the rise in female Instagrammers is evidence of this. Is that evidence? Mm, no, because I think there's such a huge community out there, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's he's jumping on a whole. Since COVID, there's been a huge influx of female gardeners on Instagram, but I think it's just modern day people using the platform for something good and beneficial because there's a community on there and there's a really lovely supportive community. So it's just um, working with modern day technology and putting two, two and two together. I was going to say, that's just Instagram growth just on its own it's not necessary just because of that is it it's just I'm yeah no i'm sure if you look at it then there'd be probably equal amount of men instagram i don't know male instagrammers i mean there was something on there about um women taking women gardeners taking more selfies than males it's there i think somewhere down the article oh because my God. i wrote <laughs> i wrote I, I saw this in someone else's post and now I know loads of male gardeners and growers that, you know, they're really proud to show off their plot and take a photo of themselves on their plot or what they've been doing or growing. And it's just really lovely to see. And I associate people taking photos of themselves on their plots with that's a face behind a brand or someone that is showing off the hobby that they love. It's yeah. not It's not um, anything bad. No, it doesn't. I, I don't. I really don't like this article. I can see why people getting really angry about it. But then yeah. maybe that's the point. I don't know. I think I think some journalists go out there to put content out to cause a huge amount of um, controversy. Mm. And I think he knew that this would cause an uproar and it would just get loads of people speaking and then spark off loads of different maybe separate articles, separate conversations. So, yeah, I think they were very clever in knowing what they were doing still don't know how it got published but i think they were doing it for something else to spark off different conversations and different things hmm. it's just not necessarily positive which is what garden should be about no. yeah i think it's associated also with mental health and well-being and something that you can get the whole family doing and families should do together and that there's something for everyone in it not just you know, the way that he's described certain things within that article. Mm -hmm. Well, so, yeah. I don't know what to say, really, so, but uh, rubbish, it's really. A good, <laughs> it's, it's, a good, it's a good conversation chat for Monday night's podcast, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is. It's almost like go hard or go home. Really, kick I'm, it with the good stuff Monday night. Well, yeah, if we kick it off well. Kick start the week good. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly have done that. <laughs> um, Lisa, thanks for calling in and let us know what you You're think. Um, it's good to hear. It's good to hear uh, a female voice on the show. Female perspective. Yeah. You're more than welcome. <laughs> if not, it, if not, it just have been a load of middle-aged men talking about women. 
Yeah, exactly. We've got to even it out. We've got to be in there. Thanks, mate. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Lisa, for that. Uh, like I say, we've tonight on the show, we're starting. I think this could be the only because we're only doing an hour tonight, could be the only subject of the show tonight. But we're going through this article that's got everyone speaking. Uh, have finally, uh, have men finally lost? I mean, even the article uh, title Have Men Finally Lost the Plot Why Female Owned Allotments Are Booming? I've just seen in the comments, um, 07 42. Three five seven four five two zero. If SJC wants to call him, because he is in part of this. Uh, um, I've just seen him pop up in the comments. Uh, so let's just quickly read uh, a little bit more into this. Thanks, Lisa, for, for your call. It's good to get your opinion on it. Um, where are we up to? While men's. Oh my god. Okay. Thank God. Hello. Hello. Sean Jeff Cameron. Sean Jay, how you doing, mate? Do you want to continue carrying on, and I'll just listen in because I've already just popped in in the last sixty seconds. Well, you're about to come up in a second, so we'll just read this little bit. Uh, while yeah, go on. <laughs> while men's mental health declines as they stare at the four walls of their bedsits, w- women <laughs> are engaging with the soil to restore their equilibrium. Uh, these green spaces are now known to be good for people's physical mental health whether they're digging on their allotment or not. Just relaxing there makes them feel much better. Uh, women are wanting something productive to do after child-rearing or with children or grandchildren. Children, fewer and fewer people have private gardens and more are moving into flats. It seems the only way people can afford them living is to have smaller gardens. Dr Collins believes there is also a teaching element to women's allotment growing, adding women have more of the patients that go through agriculture cycles, they like to demonstrate how things grow. And then, it's Sean James Cameron. <laughs> Sean James. Yeah, do you want to read it? Okay, I can read your bit. It's not as bad as the rest of the article, is it? Because I've not actually read your bit yet. <laughs> Sean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean James Cameron, who started the Lottmanton at, where, how would you pronounce that? Herbert. Herbert in South Wales in 1990. Remember the time before men lost the plot. It seems to me you have to set up an Instagram account to get an allotment these days. A lot of the old guard seems to be dwindling and now there's a lot of new people on site, says the allotment channel founder, who now grows his own in South London. They take their information from YouTube rather than other people. When I started, you asked the old boy who say things like, don't plant sweet corn there because the badgers will eat it. There used to be men in their shed with a cup of tea. Where still, you still is with you, Sean? Putting <laughs> the world to right. But maybe the world's changing. I've certainly noticed there are a lot more women on plots in their late 20s and early 30s pre-family. Their motivation is where food comes from and making 100% sure it's organic, especially this year when it's been quite difficult to get hold of food during the lockdown. Right. Let's just start, let's just start by saying I never said the word pre-family. Oh, it doesn't sound like um, something. The line I really wanted him to put in, yeah. the thing is when you do an interview with somebody, you can't control what goes in. And one of the lines I wanted to go in is that I felt that this Instagram um, 
generation, whatever that is, yeah. um, were different in the fact that I feel they turn up, they do their plot, and they go home again. Whereas the old guard just sit in sheds and talk for hours, and they'll t- they'll they'll talk for three hours, and then they'll dig for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Do you mean that? But that line wasn't put in. Um, I was approached to be in it, and I f- felt that the article, because I've done my research into this since, and apparently they went to less than 50% of allotments in London, which I think is a poor research model. I heard, I can't remember her name now, Dr. Collins. Yeah. She was on the radio last Tuesday. And within the first two minutes of her interview, she got some fundamental information about allotments wrong. Oh, great. And I tweeted her and I questioned the way that they'd researched it and that I didn't have confidence in uh, what they had done. Because I feel if you were to ask people in the North, they would have a completely different view. I I think this is very much London-centric. So I was quite surprised to be in an article that was associated with the comments that she came out with. Well, to be fair, yours part is the most... And now, I don't usually say this about you, Sean, but yours part is the most sensiblest part out of the whole article. Well, I was approached about... And the the simple question was put to me, do you feel there are more women on on allotment sites than men? And comparing to when I started 20, 30 years ago, there are. Mm. And I... The thing is, humour sometimes doesn't come across because I say quite a lot of the time, I feel now that when you take on an allotment site, you have to set up a YouTube channel as well. Um, But I feel that the new intake that has come for the last year or two are actually a lot better than the old guard. Yeah. Because they don't sit around for two or three hours, (laughs) put in through the world to write and then go, oh, I better put my beans in. And the amount of uh, work I've seen this year of people who have taken plots on at the start of, well, sort of had them before the lockdown happened, and have literally, in six weeks, turned their plots around and they're finished. Yeah. I'm just about to enter my fourth year, and it's only <laughs> 80% finished. Is it, do you reckon that's because of their community? Like, talking about, like, Instagram and YouTube and stuff, is it because that is their community? Whereas Back in the day, the community was actually at the allotment, whereas now it's off the allotment almost. It could be. If you go up to people and start um, sort of saying, you know, you you have those senseless conversations when you go up to somebody new in order to start a conversation to go, oh, what beans are, you know, what beans are you going to put in? And it just seems to be that people aren't interested in being a part of a community um, I forget what the word is now. There's a, there's a hip word where you hip. do things in real life rather than in virtual reality. Um, there is a word to describe it. Um, but I just find uh, people facing or something. But I find that people are very much like, um, I don't really want to chat because I need to get on. Mm. And they're far more focused uh, than than the generation 
when I started to take on plots. Um, so I'm really dubious about the results of this, um, especially, especially when I found out that the person who's put her name to this article didn't actually do the research. She gave it to, as far as I'm aware, and I could be completely wrong, but from what I took from the radio in, radio interview, it was done by a first-year researcher. Well, nothing against her, but I, I don't think I would, I don't think I would trust anybody to do anything like that, and and unless I had controlled it, you wouldn't go on radio um, about it if you hadn't had any control over it, would you? Yes, but it's a big organisation that did this survey, right? Um, and sometimes you can come up with the with the answer you want by asking the wrong question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, and I understand there's another piece of re- research to be done on top of this, but I have no credibility. I, I, I have no confidence in this next bit of research because I don't have any confidence in the, in the first bit that's come out. Right. And in fact, I was seriously thinking as the horticultural, uh, no, as the allotment channel, maybe I should conduct the same survey do it on a national uh, level. You can't approach 400 sites and then say that the other 150,000 people in the country that it represents them. No. It's like if and we saw that from the Brexit thing. I work in TV land and if you ask anybody in TV land Brexit, it wasn't going to go through. Mm -hmm. That's because People weren't asking a wide variety of people because if you were in the M25, you thought Brexit was it wasn't going to happen. If you were outside, the, the majority of the people felt that it was going to happen. So, I think this whole thing is a lot of bollocks, to be honest. <laughs> okay. There's no polite way. There's no polite way to say it. Well, um, I think everyone's sort of uh, going down that road. You're right, though. Like. You can't really, if especially if it's like London. If it's just, was it just a London allotment they looked at? Was it? As far as I'm aware, well, that's what Matthew said when he approached me. Hmm. That he felt that it was a London-centric um, survey. Well, but then she said in the radio, in the radio, in in the radio interview on Radio Four, I think it was on a Woman's Hour, that we interviewed. Um, less than half the allotment sites. Well, that's like me just for that's like you doing a survey on this show of the ten people that tuned into it, <laughs> yeah. and then say the whole country the whole uh, yep, su- supports X Y Z. Yep, yep, um, ridiculous. And also, how did they contact these allotments? Email. Well, I know. I think they would have. Well, if I was going to do this survey, I would do it through the, through the Freedom of Information Act. But the problem is, a lot of allotment sites. I would, and this is me just a generalisation you know, again. I I would say over ninety nine percent of them don't have these stats. No, it's like uh, our rents are due in the next uh, cup in the next couple of weeks, and I know if I went up to my 
chairman, Jeremy the first, and said, oh, could you give me the stats about a male and female? He would just guess because yeah. nobody keeps these. Maybe we should keep them, but then if you're going to keep about male and female, then do you, do you go to the next step? How many heterosexuals, gay people, bisexuals, transsexuals do you have on a site? Yeah. It's, if you're saying, if they started asking it, you'd be like, people weird questions to ask. I only want an allotment. You know, it would be interesting to to sort of uh, see how many uh, male, female age groups and sort of do like a census every five years. Um, but then what are you going to do with that information? Are you then going to say, right, just for the next two years, there are too many uh, uh, women on plots, so we're going to do positive discussion. It's like, what are you going to do with that information other than just do a headline? Yeah, well, write a decent article. I don't know. You know. Um, well, I think, uh, Sean, that you have come off very well in what can only be considered as a terrible article. My initial response when I saw Twitter exploding on that Sunday, because I didn't even bother to go and buy a copy of the paper, to be honest. <laughs> um, and uh, when I saw Twitter, I was like, oh, what the, what the hell did I say in my shed that day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, crikey, what did I say? And then when I read it, I was like, whew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but yes, that the bit that I wanted to put across didn't make it into the article. But I just feel that the new generation, whether that's twenty or thirty, or like I'm four, I'm forty-six, and so I think I'm in the old guard now. But like twenties and thirties, they just turn up, they do it, and they leave. It's a, it's a new way of allotment, I suppose. You know. Um, maybe that element of going to ask, uh, you know, John six plots down, what's the best beans? Maybe that doesn't go on as much as it did in the past. But then sometimes a lot of people, a lot of the old guard forget when you take on a plot. Sometimes it can, it can be quite scary to go up to people that have been there 20, 30, 20, 30 years ago. Because there's so many stories that, you know, the new person went and asked the old boy in the shed for some advice and was told to go away. Yeah, but that was a not too that, polite way. Those were the yeah, well, yeah, but those were the days like before Google come along, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Yes, like, technology but, sort of almost is replacing that. Yes, but what do you get from speaking to people on the plots from two or three doors down? You you'll get a lot of misinformation, you know. Uh, don't, don't don't put sweet don't put sweet corn in this. In this site, because ten years ago the squirrels came, yeah. so you do get a lot of clouded judgment. But um, sometimes you'll get gems where you'll get told, like I was told once, don't do red potatoes; they don't do well on this soil. So me being me, I'm going to do bloody <laughs> red potatoes, <laughs> and they didn't do well. Yeah, well, um, yeah, well, I'm told so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I I do agree with you. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I think when I was on my plot and we had a few people that we spoke to, a few of the old guard, it was good. I mean, not some long stories, don't get me wrong, but uh, it was good in that sense. I just don't know if it happens as much anymore because of technology. Yes, but the whole purpose of an allotment, I feel, has changed definitely in the last 10 years. When you took a plot on, it was solely to grow veg for the house. Mm -hmm. 
Now a lot of people take plots on, and I've got no issue with this, where half of it is grass and half of it is flowers and veg because they want to use it as a way, and this is what people have said to me. Um, oh, I just took a plot on because I would just want to show the kids the things don't come in plastic bags in the soup, in sort of at the supermarket. Yeah. Where I start to lose the, the will to live, and I heard one of these stories today. In fact, uh, I asked somebody on my old um, on my old site. I put my head over the over the fence, you know, being part of the old guard, yeah. <laughs> and said, um, "Who's got this plot in the corner?" And I was told a story, and I've heard this so many times: how uh, a family take on a plot, and the child doesn't like ants, so they give up the plot. I do. That's I do a bit wishy washy, isn't it? I do get a bit weak in the knees when I hear those those type of uh, those type of stories. Yeah, that is a bit wishy washy. I mean, come on. So I think the fundamental use of an allotment has changed, and especially for this year, a lot of people have just like on the side that I'm on. Ninety percent of the people that you never saw before turned up and did their plots, um, and then once they were done, they spent a lot of their time just sat there yeah. because. They realise allotments this year are are like gold dust. In fact, I when I was going to my plot, I wasn't actually telling people I was going because I felt a bit guilty that I was saying, "Oh well, I'm going to go out to fresh air because I got some land, and you have to stay <laughs> in your high rise, and you can't come with me because you're not in my bubble." And you just pretend you popped to the shops for three, four hours. Yeah, I've got to <laughs> walk six miles for eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well but i'm interested in, in the fact that this doctor when i spoke to her on twitter um oh she used a phrase which made my footage i had to send i had to send to myself then because something was about to boil oh, God. <laughs> she um so i queried her on i said i'm rather concerned that you say that allotments are measured in chains when they're measured in poles and perches. And if you've got that incorrect, I'm dubious about the rest of your information. And she used this word, and she, and she said, yes, I misspoke. And it's, no, you got it wrong. <laughs> you didn't misspeak, you got it wrong. I like that, and what mate. else have you got wrong? I, I misspoke a lot, misspeak a lot. <laughs> but she shut down, but what I found interesting was, she shut down the discussion in in inverted commas, really, really quickly. Mm. And it ended, which said to me, you know you're in the wrong. Yeah. Because every because everybody that you've spoken to about this report and every radio interview you've done has been with people that don't know about the about the allotment world. So mm. I think she's deliberately trying to not engage with people that know a bit more than what she does. And that's why we've got you because the, because they would just pick holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, thanks for letting us know your side of the story, Mr. Cameron. There we go. I'll go back and finish watching the Vogue show now. Sure. All right, mate. You don't have to say that. You could just say goodbye nicely. Thanks for the text to tell me you were talking about this. <laughs> thanks, mate. I'll speak to you later, mate. All the best. Bye, Bye dude. <laughs> Here we go for one. Uh, SJC, uh, who was part of this and honestly I think come across really well. I want to just finish off the article. I know I said uh, now but we're going to just 
uh, crack on a little bit longer. I did see it. Dan called in. Dan, if you want to call in, just give your opinion tonight on the show. That's cool. Uh, a few people uh, commenting throughout that. Sorry about swearing if you're offended at all by that. Uh, Liam says, allotments are great for family. My son Harris loves it uh, when we had uh, one. Uh, Lisa says, I mean, a first-year researcher. They're asking for trouble. I mean, I don't understand. I don't. I really don't understand it. Uh, surely, allotments can do both. Uh, the SM world, as well as connecting with existing allotment holders, it could be the best of both worlds. Well, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, I just think that this did that times have changed anyway. Like we, we can't just look at gardening. We have to look at how everything's changed in the world, and. Uh, you know, technology a big part of it. When I first started going, that's one of the ways. And don't get me wrong, down our allotment, when I used to have an allotment, we used to have these, uh, the old guard, as you like to call them, uh, which are great for stories and, and general bits. But we looked a lot on social media and uh, Google, and Google and bits like that, asking people, Google, asking. And, and that was seven years ago. Like, look how things have changed since then. Uh, I feel Doctor had our own preconceptions before looking into this. It could have been that case. It could have been, well, I mean, who asked for this? Who asked for this to happen? I don't know. But it's almost like that, isn't it? Uh, a lot of swearing going on tonight. Yeah, I apologise for the swearing. He says, do we need to ban Sugger and Cameron for bad language? Probably should revoke their VIP cards for a little bit. Uh, language is heating up. It's certainly in a lot of motion. Technology. Ian said, technology means I can ask you and Sean and Suggett, whereas I wouldn't have heard uh, of any of you without Facebook. It's true. It's true. Um, right. So I just want to finish reading this story to you. And uh, if Dan don't get in, I'd love to hear your opinions on it and uh, and see what you think. But what happens here? I won't go through them people, but... The National Allotment Society, Diane Appleyard, agrees life has changed. When it is predominantly men on sites, domestic roles were relatively defined. Now, in prom now men probably have less time because they're doing more domestically. This is just a ridiculous article, man. Council data from Edinburgh to Brighton via Newcastle shows there are now greater numbers of women than men on many plots. But Dr. Collins suspects not all women are benefiting from the change. They are, by and large, quite middle class. I'd be interested to know how many work full time or in nice, in nice, part time, rewarding jobs. <laughs> I laugh because it's so ridiculous. If you, if someone come up to you and go, I do wonder about women, and no one clip this way. I do wonder about women, uh, probably mostly middle class in the allotments, aren't they? But I wonder how many are full time or in, you know, them nice part time rewarding jobs, huh? Ridiculous, man. This gets me angry reading this. As <laughs> studies have shown, women have different approach to ecology, ecology of their allotments, far f use far fewer chemicals. I don't actually know anyone in, in the allotment world that use chemicals I don't think that's I think it's just a general thing 
with more in, I can't read that word, I apologise, of pollinator-friendly strips. Yeah, because men hate pollinator-friendly um, insects. This links to her view that for women, it's less about food production and more about feeling good about yourself. Well, I feel good about myself if I stop reading this article it's doing my nutting. <laughs> I don't know what you think, uh, team. Uh, Ian says, a duck walks into a bar and orders two beers. I don't know if I should read this. He said, just put them on my bill. <laughs> and that is the end <laughs> of that, everyone. Uh, interesting one, guys. I'd love to hear what you think uh, on the comments after the show tonight. Um, please uh, let me know. Uh, I would say let's talk about it again tomorrow, but I don't really want to talk about this one because I think it's such a ridiculous, apart from Sean's bit, um, who come pretty good good from this article. I think it's just such a ridiculous article that um that it's a shame. I've seen some of the people that are involved in it as well, which is ridiculous. Um it's definitely got people talking, hasn't it? Maybe not in the right way about gardening. Um and allotmenting. But allotments are for everyone, team. They're not for everyone. I don't I don't know anyone that's thinking like this apart from these people in this article. Mine and Sean. And um and we know through what we do here on uh, the Skinny Dean Garner show that uh yeah, garden's full with us. And uh, we're happy about that. Ho 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 Santa Claus here again, just in case you thought you were listening to Brian Blessed, who's my brother, don't you know? Anyway, this podcast has been an absolute joy, I think you'll agree, and uh, thank you very much for listening. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you have too. I just wanted to tell you at the end of the show today that if you're thinking about gardening next year, then you should join GDN Club. Hey, that spells garden. I have... And I cannot wait to get gardening in the 2021 with Garden Club with Skinny Jean Gardner. It's packed full of podcasts, videos, free entertainment, and makes to get you gardening, plus full support from Lee Conley himself. Go head over to skinnyjeangardner.co.uk forward slash D-G-N. That's G-D-N. Ho, 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 ho. That skinny jean gardener. What will he come up with next? Anyway, for this podcast, until the next. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Flymo. And a Merry Christmas to you all. This is a skinny jean gardener podcast sponsored by Flymo.